Last week in the state of Michigan, it was a record high a number of individuals filing for unemployment insurance uh, benefits, over 129,000. But to put a perspective on it, just this Monday, uh, a few days ago, it hit 66,000 in one day. Hello and welcome to Region Ahead, a podcast from SEMCOC, the Southeast Michigan Council of Governments. I'm Trevor Layton, and in this episode, we are sharing a conversation I had with Greg Petoniak, who is the CEO of the Southeast Michigan Community Alliance, or SEMCA. SEMCA provides various human services programs in Monroe County and out Wayne County. Greg is also a delegate at large on SEMCOG's executive committee, and he previously served as chairperson for SEMCOG. Greg has also served on various regional task forces, including economic development, education reform, future skills, and workforce development. In our conversation, Greg shares how SEMCA, one of 16 Michigan Works agencies, is helping to guide workers and employers through the challenges associated with the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, here's my conversation with Greg Petoniak. Hi, Greg. Thanks for being with us today. I hope that you and your family are staying safe and well right now. Uh, well, thank you, Trevor. Yes, we're, we're doing our best. And, and likewise to you and your family, these are interesting times, to say the least. And we obviously all need to be taking precautions to stay healthy. Absolutely. So I'd like to start off uh, by talking a little bit about you. So you have a really interesting background. Uh You've been CEO for, of SEMCA for about 13 years, if I've got that right. And uh, before that, um, you've done, done a bunch of different things. You, you spent time um, in economic development uh, with Wayne County. Uh, you served on, on city council and then as mayor uh, for the city of Taylor. And we know you're familiar with SEMCOG uh, from that time. Uh, you served as chairperson. And then um, you've also been uh, a state representative and uh, deputy state treasurer. So you've had the opportunity to tackle issues that affect workers and employers from a whole bunch of different angles. Yeah. And, and by the way, since childhood, I, I've had an interest in, in public service. And you can see with my career path, I, I followed that interest, right? And, and um, so what, what obviously is, is really why I like public service is its sense of purpose and our, you know the ability to assist and help people and in businesses and and yes the economic development side has been a uh, very strong area of policy interest for me both in implementation and in design of, of economic development policy so um, I was really able to merge both my interests um, in, in, in that public service career so it, it um, I, uh, you know, uh, frankly, I, I am highly motivated in my work because I feel like I'm following my, my my own purpose. So we'll talk a little bit more about SEMCA uh, as we go on. But I, I wanted to ask you, with your unique perspective uh, for all the different types of public service you've been involved in, uh, I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about what made you choose talent development um, as the area to really focus in on uh, your, efforts, your efforts in recent years. Well, you know, it's interesting because um, this has been the longest position I've held out of all those that you listed. And, and um, I enjoy my work to, to this very day, you know, almost 13 years into it. Um, talent development is awesome because, again, it's, it's the opportunity for, to improve individuals' personal um, well-being, their, their future, their, their employment opportunities, their career options, and 
but also to be involved in, in, in assisting the regional economy. So, you know, by us pr providing assistance to employers with recruiting candidates and training their incumbent and new workers, um, it's just awesome work on, on both sides for both, you know, our individual customers who um, are seeking um, either employment or career advising or career training, and then as well as our employers. Okay, so I was wondering if, if you could tell us, uh, for those of us who maybe don't know as much about um, Michigan Works Agencies, um, w of which uh, SEMCA is one, um, could you talk a little bit about um, what Michigan Works Agencies are and specifically SEMCA and, and what it is that they do? Sure. Um, so Michigan Works is the brand name for the workforce development boards we have in Michigan. There are 16 of them. And we are all part of a national workforce development board system. So every county of every state is included in a workforce board region uh, throughout the country uh, that the federal government supports with funding and, and uh, institutes policies for that. So Michigan Works, uh, again, our customers are both businesses and um, individuals. And um, with our workforce boards, we operate under the guidance of a majority private sector board. So we're getting good insights into, you know, what is needed and in demand in, in, in our local economy, particularly with the private sector. Sector, We provide our services through a services, uh, through a network of American Job Centers. Uh, 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 the acronym is AJC. Um, and so there are over 90 in the state of Michigan and in Southeast Michigan, over 30 with the six Michigan Works Agencies we have in Southeast Michigan. So um, SEMCA, again, is one of those, and our particular region is uh, Monroe and Wayne County outside the city of Detroit because the city of Detroit has its own Michigan Works um, Workforce Development Board. And, um, and so um, SEMCA, uh, again, we operate six AJCs in our region. Um, and serving both, again, individuals and, and, and businesses. With individuals, we assist them. We have career development facilitators that provide assistance with people in pursuit of a career pathway. We provide job search and prep. Uh, we have workshops um, associated with things like searching for a job on the internet, um, uh, interview skills, etc. And we provide training funding, um, including apprenticeships for individuals. Um, on the employer side, we, we assist with candidate recruitment. We have things like job fairs. We provide incumbent training, working, uh, training funding, and um, we also help them connect to their future uh, uh, workforce with uh, connecting them to, through, to youth with career awareness events. Okay, so we're about uh, a few weeks now into um, the, the real disruption that that COVID-19 has brought to the state of Michigan along with the the rest of the country and the world but that's that's kind of where we are in our timeline as as you and I talk here on April 1st um so I'm wondering if you could tell us a little bit about how how the pandemic is affecting um your customers so maybe what that looks like in terms of the the difference in in what your day to day and Semca's day to day um, services uh, look like now compared to what they looked like before this really started to hit. 
Yeah, the, the contrast to just a month ago is, is stunning, uh, frankly, in our world. So the COVID-19 pandemic has, has really, of course, resulted in dramatic layoffs all across the country and the world, arguably, um, but, and we're not immune to it here in, in Southeast Michigan. So um, last week the, in the state of Michigan, it was a record high number of individuals filing, filing for unemployment insurance uh, benefits, over 129,000. But to put a perspective on it, just this Monday, uh, a few days ago, it hit 66,000 in one day. So it continues to grow. And now with the federal government legislation authorizing those with uh, 1099 employment and self-employed to also apply for unemployment, we expect the demand to, to sustain for several weeks. Um, so the demand for our assistance in, in helping people navigate online for unemployment benefits has, has been extraordinary. And, and frankly, I, I feel so much for my uh, frontline staff, it's been exhausting for them. Um, by the way, to put a perspective on this, um, the demand has far exceeded what was uh, uh, the, the demand back in the 09 recession. Um, it, 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 this is much more concentrated and intensive. And your staff are, are primarily working from home now, is that correct? Yeah, so a very good point. So um, Michigan Works is now operating uh, totally by appointment in, in telephonic and virtual in, 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 in with some of our workshops and so on. So, um, yeah, obviously part of the social distancing element, but, but also um, uh, it was just out of necessity in terms of the demand coming into our centers. It was impossible to do social distancing with our customers. So, um, you know, we have gone to, again, um, the virtual and, and telephonic. So, but, um, uh, you know, it's interesting what we've had to do is repurpose some of our staff to assist um, customers as they're trying to navigate um, to apply for unemployment. And, um, you know, we are not the unemployment s system and we cannot actually uh, execute the filing of that claim. And, and uh, but we, many people are challenged in, in the process that is associated with that. So we assist them with that. And again, many our of our staff are doing that um, of online and, and by phone. And in, in your staff, as well as your experience uh, uh, of hearing from people and, and sort of helping people to navigate through this process. Are there any particular um, demands or, or even bits of information or, or resources that, that people should, should really know that they don't necessarily? You know, the, the application, people should not hurry through it. If they make a mistake, it forces them to, to go to the phone system. Um, so uh, that would be one a major tip. I think also um, if people go to michigan.gov backslash UIA is where they can apply online and also get information and assistance on that. Um, part of the problem has been the, the UIA system, technologically speaking, has been overwhelmed at times and it's been very frustrating, very slow, even not working at times. But, um, you know, we do our best to uh, help people be prepared for when it does come up. And then the phone system, too, is only open during the day, but there are a couple-hour waits, typically, for people on that phone system. And um, we um, um, we find that to be a, a, an element of high frustration for them. Um, and again, if they go to, to michigan.gov backslash UIA, they will see recommended 
um, dates and times to be calling and filing based upon the last name in their alphabet. Right. It's my understanding that not only are there recommended um, dates, days of the week, um, depending on, on your last name and, and where it falls in the alphabet, but because, as you mentioned, the, the state site has been so overwhelmed by requests that, that they're even um, recommending folks try to do their online filing uh, in the evening. Um, which, as you mentioned, is not necessarily when call center support is, is available. So that, that could be uh, a challenge for folks. Right, right. Uh, and again, the call center is open from 830 to 5, and, and that UIA number is one 500 17 And again, only available during the day. Um, but, but you're right, they're trying to level off the demand on their, their online system by encouraging people to apply after hours. Um, 8, 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. is the recommended time so to, to you know, minimize uh, the, the slowdowns. So, you know, at, at Michigan Works, we do have um, expertise also to help people if they're, you get, you know, stuck on, on, in the online system, they can contact us and we have people trained to assist them. So. And, you know, I'm going to make the point too, Trevor, you know, Michigan Works is open in the in context of our other services too. You know, we are helping employers that are hiring and, and of course, COVID is creating actually some demand in some industries, um, you know, grocery stores and drug stores, logistics and healthcare are hiring and um, we can help uh, identify local opportunities for um, in- individuals if they reach out to 1-800-285-WORK is the Michigan Works toll-free number, or they can go to michiganworks.org and identify their local service center where there'll be a local phone number and they can contact us. And again, we're openly uh, directly assisting employers with hiring right now. So if individuals believe their uh, layoff may be long-term or they can't uh, maintain um, their lifestyle with unemployment benefits there are opportunities out there so um, and so we're encouraging job seekers also to go peer, to Peer Michigan Talent Connect website where there are many job postings and they're featuring particularly featuring the ones that are um, you know hiring at this moment okay you've you've listed off uh, several um, great resources uh, for folks who who are laid off or otherwise facing difficulty uh, during this time. Uh, are there any other um, resources uh, that you think people should know about? Yes, so um, we are assisting also employers who are laying off with what we call our rapid response services. That's where um, if they would like us to, to communicate with their employees being laid off to make them aware of the the um, services that are available for those in their predicament. We actually can conduct virtual um, sessions with groups of their employees um, to inform them, uh, share our information with them, and including local, you know, uh, human services organizations that can maybe assist them. Also, we're, we're, we're trying to raise the awareness for um, employers of the WorkShare program which is a program of, of UIA, which um, allows an employer to partially lay off a, a full-time individual where they may be working 15 or 20 hours a week for the employer and then receive unemployment to cover the other half, if you will, of, of their time. So that's being strongly encouraged. And, and, and again, at the UIA website, um, WorkShare would be the search term and um, you can find uh, more information on that but we're trying to inform employers about that so 
you know, in addition, we, you know, we have other programs that we do. Um, so, for example, people who are receiving cash assistance under what is known as the PATH program in the state of Michigan, um, we are there for them still uh, to receive supportive services for those of them that are working. Um, you know, we have, you know, our career, we have what we call career coaches that support them uh, during this kind of period, uh, well, in general, but um, are still there to assist them during this time. So. Um, so we are doing our ongoing programs and services and, and we're providing career awareness information to youth through our youth programs and so on. And, and um, so uh, Michigan Works is open for business right now. That's, that's great. That's great for people to know, I think. Are there, are there any um, services that, that Semco would, would typically um, be providing that, that are on hold right now, or, or is really everything just in, in some sort of modified way continuing? Yeah, so that's a, a, a great question. You know, you, you, there are challenges to, to doing some of the things we normally do. Anything that would involve, you know, uh, having a group meeting, if you will, or a large uh, gathering is, is the biggest challenge. So things like we call talent tours for youth, where they would, we have, you know, 20 or 30 students are, are um, going to an employer to learn about career opportunities there. Um, and, um, and another example is we have a program we call Business Resource Network. And we, we had last week a, a, a big program scheduled in Monroe County to inform employers about the Business Resource Network. And, you know, we, we had to postpone it. Um, and it really wasn't conducive um, to a, a, a virtual opportunity. So, um so yeah, there are, are some things that you know can be frustrating, but um, you know we're all experiencing that, so we're not alone in that. And you know there'll be a, um, a surge at some point, right? A lot of catching up to do for a lot of organizations and, and businesses and individuals, right? But um, with the things we cannot do right now. Absolutely, I, I think that we've all sort of got lists in our mind of the things that we're looking forward to doing. Uh, no one knows what date that is, but when that date comes, we're, we're all certainly excited to, to get back out there and, and, and get things back, back somewhat normal. Um, is, is there anything else uh, that, that we haven't covered um, today that, that you would like to share? You know, uh, I would like to acknowledge that SEMCOG has been a great partner with the Southeast Michigan Workforce Development System. Um, you've got, um, you know, had task forces and committees that have been very supportive of us, particularly with developing critical labor market and skills data um, for our, our labor market in this region. And you've helped increase the, the, the skills cap awareness in our region because we do have that. And, we, you know, that's one thing we're concerned about is, is that, that this whole crisis will cause us to lose sight of the need to um, have training programs targeted to the skills that 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 employers in our region need. Um, that was sort of the major a major focus of our work and our training funding, and we're hopeful that the next wave of federal legislation will increase the amount of funding available, so that as we come out of this, we can be um, training individuals for those high demand occupations. Okay. Uh... Before we wrap up, uh, I, I think we've got time for, for one more question, and uh, I'd like to ask, uh, it's, a, it's a bit more of a, a personal one. So you're, you're incredibly busy. Um, I, we know all the SEMCA staff are incredibly busy with, with helping um, folks to, to navigate uh, this, this process or these processes during this time. Um, 
and and I imagine that is um you know both challenging and and tiring but but also rewarding work to to be able to help people get the the assistance that they need right now um is there is there anything that that you're doing um on a on a personal basis to to help keep your batteries charged and and maintain um you know some sort of stamina through this process well you know it's interesting because i'm really inspired by the work that our frontline staff are doing you know it's been arguably more demanding for them and but their commitment um, to serving the people who need our services has been extraordinary and inspires me so um, I'm actually showing up to work because most of the people are not here right and um, and I'm I'm working from the office and um, uh, it just because it's more convenient for me but you know I'm just trying to provide as much support as I can and then also I would like to say that the Michigan work system has been in daily meetings, uh, you know, teleconferences uh, uh, with the state of Michigan leadership on how we can be helpful, particularly to those that are seeking unemployment. So, um, you know, I, I enjoy that we're in this key role that um, we are viewed as essential in the in this current picture. And we, you know, again, the dedication of our staff is is, you know, not unlike what you're seeing in the healthcare facilities. Clearly, not comparing the risk, but uh, the uh, the dedication is there. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, thank you so much uh, for spending this this time with us today. We really appreciate it. All right, take care. This has been Semcog's Region Ahead. Thank you for joining us as we consider the important issues that affect Southeast Michigan. If this is your first time listening, you can subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher or Google Podcasts. You can learn more about SEMCOG's regional planning work, as well as what we are doing to support local governments during the COVID-19 pandemic at SEMCOG.org. You can learn more about the Southeast Michigan Community Alliance, or SEMCA, at SEMCA.org. That's S-E-M-C-A.org. Thanks again to Greg Petoniak for joining us. Be safe, be well.